Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. With your favorite two black runners, I'm Joshua Potts, all the brothers say mother, Aaron Potts on trackish, on mile split, doing our thing, bruh. Two weeks off, it's always good to come back on a mile split, and really, it's state season now. Everyone's having a state meet, so it's really just crazy right now, just in the high school world, Aaron. Yeah, it comes by, it comes by quick, man, quicker than you would think, and going to state, that's a big, big deal out in, here in California, man, just getting that state patch. Especially shout out to all the seniors that are finally getting there. I remember when I was in that position for sure. So it always feels good to end your season at the championship. And if you could do well there, you know, that's better than anything. Yeah, yeah like this past weekend, we just had Texas. We had Georgia had their state meet. And then coming up soon enough, California is about to have their state meet. North Carolina, Wyoming. Uh, so many Florida just had their state meet last week. Like so many people are in their season in the state and looking on beyond there. But Aaron, it was 10 years ago to when you had your state meet missing your grand night when we went up to Fresno and everything you ran in 1600. What do you just kind of remember? What was probably the most impactful, impactful thing for you at that time when you had your first time going to state running the 16 and like doing one of the most competitive states in the nation, bro? You know, it's just about the journey to get there. Like in California, you know, our California listeners know you got league prelims, league finals, CAF prelims, CAF finals, masters, state prelims, state finals. So just to get there is an accomplishment, and it's so tough. Mm -hmm. I like PR'd every race to get there. But also, like, that stadium, man, at Buchanan, amazing, bro. Felt like a professional athlete. That's how amazing – um, the stadium felt the energy that was just in the building. Um, yeah, it was still one of the coolest track meets. And it was so hot. That's what I don't forget. It was so <laughs> hot, like over 100 degrees on, on the track that day. Bruh. Destroyed my allergies. <laughs> hey, but like how you said, feeling like a professional runner, I think a lot of people 
at that stage, definitely being at that state meet. There's a lot of people that dream in that type of way, like being a professional runner, getting onto that stage, and you get a little bit of like a kind of a taste of that when you get to like your state finals and like you get like this big race feel. And some people go even take that even a step further and get into those professional fields. And a lot of people like that. We saw yesterday Colin Solomon and Lex Young of Newberry Park are not racing their CIF regular state schedule but forego that and raced at the USAT. Well, before that, they raced at the sound running track meet. Then they just raced at the USATF distance classic. Colin Salmon went out there, ran a personal best in the 800 of 148.80. Lex Young ran a 346 for number two in the nation right now in the 1500. That's pretty impressive by Lex Young. That's basically four flat pace for a 1600. Aaron, you were at the meet. What was your kind of just assessment of Lex and Colin's performances? Yeah, I would say starting off with Colin's performance, like he he got second place. You know, the fastest times at that meet was like 147. He was in the heat with Cooper Tier and just narrowly um, lost to him. I don't think he made all the best moves tactically, but it didn't really look like he was taxed. It looks like there's a lot more in the tank for him in that race. It, it kind of just yeah. went out slow. And then talking to Lex after, after his race too, it was just like... I mentioned to him, I'm like, man, I remember interviewing Colin last year when he ran 346, and he said that his goal that day was to get like 346 slow. He wants to run a little bit faster, but I was like, yo, you're you're right there where Colin was running running last year, so like you're definitely on pace to break four. But I still think Lex is someone that has potential to break four minutes this year. That was it was the meat. It was like cold. It was windy. Yeah. We didn't really see many fast times. The USATF distance classic like all around. So I definitely think they both could have ran faster than what they did. Um, I think Colin was just kind of like in a race. He's not as used to running. So he made like some weird moves like at the third 200. And then he made like he made like two or three moves within the last lap of the eight, which is not. Not typical, so it's kind of funny to watch, but it's exciting to see them because I just know they can go faster. I just and I know their coach puts that standard on them to always be faster. I don't think they look at these times that they're doing and they're so impressed with themselves. So I'm excited to see you know where they end up racing. Well, Colin's going to be at pre, you know, next weekend, and I think he's going to run something fast. And Lex was saying he has a couple more potential races too. So. I expect them to to keep continue to run fast and continue to progress. I don't think that they're at their max yet at all. Yeah, and I feel like especially with Colin Solomon, like when he runs those 800s, like this man and the 15, I think I'm just so used to him leading races and like taking out to pack that now he's like starting like in dead last. I'm all like, bro, I'm like getting scared. I'm like, dude, is he not going to run good? But then he always like the last 200 comes up with something and ends up into the front. Another person that's running really well right now in distances for high school has to be Gary Martin. We got to mention this guy, number five all time for high school boys. And me and Aaron were talking about on our other program saying this 
this is the fastest glasses wearing mile that you're going to ever see, especially from a high schooler. 357 at his Philadelphia Catholic League Championship. He's going to be racing at the Hoka Festival of Miles on June 2nd. And I want to get to this conversation real quick because Gary Martin, you know, I feel like he's he's really captured the emotions of the fans, you know, because going out there, you know, he just looks like a, reg a regular guy in a way and how he's just he's doing this at just by himself at the high school meets compared to like like the Newberry Park guys that are doing it in pro meets. I know he's going to race at Festival Miles against pros, but I think it just urges the question. I think it's a good conversation. Would you rather run really fast, elite, all-time times at a in a pro meet as a high schooler, or would you rather just do them at your local high school meet? I think that's an interesting conversation, Aaron. Which, which would you rather do? First of all, shout out to Gary, man, my glasses wearing brother, man. Like, yo, do it for the dudes wearing glasses, bro. Like, I love that guy. I love that guy. But honestly, I would rather do it in high school because, like, the pro fields, like, Dude. I think about it like this. I think about it like this. Okay. Nobody, Dumb. when when Hobbs Kessler ran 334, amazing, right? What place did he come in? What meet was that at? Oh, that was at, I'm, that was at, I'm sure. Uh, Portland Shark Festival. I believe he got exactly third. Craig Franklin goes one exactly. Yeah. All I'm saying is a lot of people he kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Unless it depends on how fast you run, but it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. But there's something about a 357 with glasses on at a league meet, uh a 840 and four flat at the California State Meet, a 146 at the state meet 25 years ago. Everyone, it goes down in legend in history. Like, remember when this dude came out here with his glasses and ran 357 at the league meet? That was crazy. <laughs> so I think there's something that just, like, adds to that legend. Being running fast in the pro, pro field is always cool, but you're not going to be considered looked at as a high schooler. People just think of Hobbs Kessler as a pro, you know? And who's had a better season this year, Hobbs Kessler or Colin Salmon? I'm just going to throw that out there, but no shade. That's all. That's a, that's a, I, I, we could debate that. Really. We could really debate that. We really could debate that going back to just cross country too, because I would include cross country into it, to be honest. But like, uh, first off, I was thinking I was leaning more to the high school. You feel me? But the other, the other part of me is I'm like, bro, like I always wanted to be a pro. Like, that's just dream come true to be able to be like in those type of fields and like racing against these guys. Like, just as like a as a senior in high school, like Lex as a junior in high school racing like some elite competition these people that are professional and to know that you can race and compete with them that's such a big confidence booster i remember always when if my season didn't go as long as the state i would always like race against like college guys when i was in high school and like being able to race against them was always like a confidence booster and kind of just feeling like oh dang i can actually run with these dudes and actually to do it against the pros that's pretty tight you may get lost in the shuffle but it's all like i'm getting lost in the shuffle with some of the best in the world you feel me so I, I don't know. It's a definitely interesting debate. I would love to hear what y'all have to think about it too. But hey, it's that's either way, either way, it doesn't like if you run all time, you all time. So it doesn't really matter. You know what yeah. I mean? Either way, really, you run really. fast, but the story and legacy you be believe leave behind. You know, Lucas versus Bickus, you're gonna remember that man forever, bro. He don't even what, really didn't run Alan like Webb that run no his three fifty three and wasn't that like across the country? No, that was uh wasn't that in the bar that was in the Bowerman Mall, right? Um, I, I might have been in the Bowerman mile, but like you said, you don't even remember it, bro. 
You gonna remember <laughs> Gary kidding. Martin's three fifty seven forever though. I'm just saying. That, I just don't remember it because that was a long time ago. You feel me? No, no. I'm just saying. I'm just. That's what I'm saying. But also, there are some things that we could miss now. We could not remember. We gotta acknowledge it on the track is because we weren't here this past week. And number one, got to be Roderick Pleasant of Sarah High School in California running a 2040 at CIF Finals. That's number two in state history. Aaron only behind Michael Norman, who ran a 2014. He also ran a 1016 with a plus two with a plus 2.7 uh headwind come no, plus 2.7 tailwind coming at him this dude is only a junior in high school he's going to be facing oh. max thomas this weekend at the masters meet as well for the first for the first time i think since arcadia max thomas has a pr of 2068 that he just ran at caf finals but this dude roderick pleasant guy went off this past week Aaron. bro yeah that's no joke 10 16 20 40 and he's only a junior chasing michael norman's records this dude's a football player as well so i know he has that dog type mentality and sarah they got a tradition bro they always at least when i was in high school they were nice yeah i remember robert woods and they always had a four by one that was battling up against battling up against ours so it's gonna be like a little heavyweight heavyweight fight i don't know if i saw this i don't know if this dude raced at arcadia um, but no, Max, Max, I saw Thomas Max Thomas beat Roderick Pleasant in the one and two at Arcadia from Servite. This That's guy crazy. right here, Max Thomas, ran a 2068. So they're gonna be meeting up for the first time at Masters, then CIF uh state coming up next week. Yeah, so that's gonna be a heavyweight fight, man. So just make your way out there. Like we said, the California road to state it's basically a little pro circuit, bro. And, and the crowds be hyped, then <laughs> the sprints is what it's all about. So definitely try to try that's gonna be a good one we're gonna see how fast they're gonna go we're gonna see if they're gonna go for that that record yeah and it's really just amazing to see that especially someone like Roderick Pleasant is a junior like these juniors are really killing it and we saw another junior kill it at the Florida State meet that we missed from this past week Micaiah Holland ran 11-2-6 at the floor of Florida State record number two in the nation right now goes to Mount Verde Malvert Academy doubled back with a 23-13, but bro, 11-26 for a junior, third fastest junior all time. Micaiah Holland, have a day. Have a day, bro. That's that's moving. Yeah, bro. She put a gap on that field, too. Not even close. And that is crazy. 11 2 as a as a junior. Like, that's getting getting close to. Getting closer you get to that 10, it's like, dang, like, do you need yeah. a GoPro? That like <laughs> and where is she gonna end up going to college? That's the big question as well. You know, being from Florida, that South area, you know, they 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 produce Florida, LSU right down there. There's a whole lot of a whole lot of options. So it's gonna be interesting next two years. Yeah, and, and she's going to be able to enter into the NCAA. Like right now, how this woman's side is on the sprints with the 100 and 200. It would definitely be interesting to see her mix it up with them in a couple years. Then we also missed the Georgia State meet where Will Sumner, the guy who ran that broke the 500-meter indoor record indoors, and also I believe the 600-meter indoor record, went out there, ran a 45-7-8, tying the number one guy in the nation, Zaire Nerdin, with 
Zaire Nurden, who ran a 46.04 indoors, one of the all-time 400 runners. But let's not get it twisted. Will Sumner is not a 400-meter runner. He's an 800 guy who has a 148.9 outdoor PR and ran 148.01 indoors this past indoor season. Bro, what does this kind of mean? What do you feel like this 45.78 means for Will Sumner's season going forward? As I believe he's going to get into some 800s very soon. Well, it shows us what type of training that he does and how he approaches the the 800 for sure. But, you know, I'm just thinking about like a Jonathan Jones out of Texas right now, guy running mm-hmm. 44s and 145. And we know that 400 really does help him to run that eight because that makes 51, that first lap, seem like nothing. So Easy. to me, it, jog, sh- it shows me, yeah, it shows me for sure that, you know, like he's definitely in better shape than uh than one forty eight. He has like he ha- he definitely has the speed. Where's his strength at? But you know, K Flat going for the record this weekend, when's Will Sumner going for it? You know, and I think Colin Solomon gonna have another shot at it too. I'm saying if they get on get all three of those in a race, something special gonna happen. That's all I'm and saying. And we're gonna get that, we're gonna get to that to the end to really talk about and break down. Could we see that 800-meter national record go down? But before we get there, we also have the Texas State meet, who another person had a really great day, another 800 runner, but he had an amazing triple that we have to acknowledge. Darius Rainey of Summer Creek went out there, won the, won the 400 in a 46.3 in a PR, came back, won the 800 in a 156.3 with the PR, then helped his Summer Creek boys to a 310 4x4 and win the state. Texas State title, team title as well, as well, bro. Darius Rainey is going to USC next year, trying to continue that 800-meter tradition they got at USC from Isaiah Judith and Robert Ford. Bro, Darius Rainey, I don't even know how if he's still able to walk right now. That's an incredible triple, and, like, that, this dude deserves all the flowers, bro. This is the dude that I would put the most stock into if I'm talking 800 runners that – next year they're going okay. into school because the fact that yes i know k flats ran faster will sumner's ran faster colin Salm is not an 800 meter runner but he's ran faster too but the fact i feel like this guy has such a high ceiling to continue to grow mm-hmm. and the fact that he's running the four the 400 in winning state the 800 in winning state and the four by four that shows that he's he has definitely has a ton of speed but he is really strong he is really strong, probably without doing without running a ton of mile mileage or whatever. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying he has to add that to his training, but I think once he gets to USC and gets a coach that's getting him ready for that eight purely, not, we're not going to take him away from his four because he's nice in the four. I think he could be. I think he could do something crazy. I could, he's definitely going to be way faster than one one forty nine, one fifty next year. I'll tell you that. And the thing you said, like, he's strong, but, like, I feel like like, he is physically strong. Like, he has to be. Go out there, run 46, and do whatever he's splitting on that anchor leg. But, like, this dude is mentally strong. How many people are doing the 4-8 double? Like, people don't do that. Like, they don't set out, like, hey, I'm going to do a 4-8 double today, and I'm going to win the state meet. Like, that's cool. Like, nah, that's some superhuman trying to be different, trying to be great, like, type of thing to try and go out there and do a 4-8 double and somewhere so competitive as the Texas State meet. Like, he ran 46 and 150. That's that's moving, bro. 
that's that's, that's different. different you know what I mean? that's 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 different and coming in don't bro, be surprised next year if he comes that, out at 50 you said what if he goes out if he goes out in a, at a 50 50 50 51 next year when he's at usc and races don't be surprised bro that's the type of mentality he got well, I really just want to see, I want to just see him run an eight up, an eight straight up. You know what I mean? Like he's always running a 400 for 40. Like go, like if he can go to Brooks PR, Nike Outdoor Nationals or somewhere like that, and just run an 800 straight up against, against a Will Sumner or a Kate Flat or, or, or a Reinhardt Harrison or something. I think that would be super, super interesting to see him get, I want to see him dip under 150. Like, let's come on, let's do it. I'm pretty sure he has the same thing in mind. Yeah, bro. You know he's I mean? definitely capable definitely capable yeah yeah for sure for sure but that's all that's all possible at the end of the day and that's why we gotta go into our what are the possibilities where we really talk about what can possibly happen in the next coming weeks bro i always like how we end the show in this segment right here and one of the most exciting high school runners returned to the track this past weekend she's gonna be racing at the north carolina state meet very very soon shanti jackson the daughter of Jeez. batman you know Rashawn jackson opened up her outdoor season with a 53 44 11 6 1 and 24 8 she has prs at 52 54 11 2 8 and 23 15 but with this opening there's this litany of that triple aaron like what do you think shanti can possibly do at this north carolina state meet right that's a crazy triple. We were just talking about Darius Rainey and for her to be doing all three of those events and running how fast she is insane. I know that she was coming off of like a stress fracture indoors too, but I believe she's healthy now and she's fresh. So I expect to see yeah. that 52 back at, back at it again. I expect to see, you know, under 11.5 and man, I hope to see a 22. I think we could see a 22 out of her. Which would be I don't know about the state me, I don't know about the state me, but especially I think with, we can see she may be able to get under fifty, get under that fifty three mark, maybe at the state me, and just see if she does decide to do all of this and really triple. But it's going to be really exciting. Just I'm just happy that she's back, she's healthy. I believe she committed to Brooks PR coming up later uh, this year as well. So it's going to be exciting to see that she's healthy, and hopefully we can see her at Shanti at USA's, right? Because she definitely deserves. What is her event though? Is there event the one? That, I don't is know. It the two? I really don't know. Like. <laughs> I, I believe indoors she ran like number two all time in the in the 300 meters behind Sydney McLaughlin and then she has the indoor national record in the 60 and like 52 5 4 PR is like no joke you know what I mean and like yeah so like I don't know what her event is honestly that's how you know she's being trained well for a young athlete like Darius Rainey it's like what is his event even like almost Will Sumner too it's like what is their event because it's not so specialized yet that shows me that there's like a lot of room for her still to like grow and improve because they haven't even dialed in like oh you're just gonna run the hundred it's like no nah, she could run the she could run the four she ran a 52. <laughs> that's she's just different 
Yeah, it's going to be insane. And another insane thing what we got coming up is the Oregon State meet where it's going to be super, super competitive in that 100 and 200. Mia Bernie Peterson has been dominant over the past two years. She has only lost two races this season, Aaron, and that was at came at the Arcadia State meet at the Arcadia Invitational against Autumn Wilson, who is number one in 100 right now. But Mia Bray Peterson has some great competition with Lily Jones also from Oregon, who has been on her tails all along and could possibly upset her. It's going to be super, super in interesting. And just, Aaron, what do you feel like? What are the possibilities that we see Mia Bray-Peterson get upset by Lily Jones in this 100 at the state meet? Shoot. I mean, they're the second and fastest third. The second, second and third fastest in Oregon state history. So this is another heavyweight fight. You know what I mean? And yeah, maybe yeah. you said Mia Mia's been the one, you know, kind of beating her every single meet. She has her number. So this could be the time. This this could be the time where Lily, I'm sure she don't like losing. She don't like <laughs> losing. Like, yeah, you pushing me to run fast, but you keep on beating me. But I'm gonna get you when it matters at state. So I think the possibilities are high. I always love an underdog and I feel like I feel like losing like that gives you hunger, man. It gives you hunger. So I think it's very the possibilities is very high that she finally gets that win. And you know, Lily, she's trying to go out strong. She a senior. Uh, Rose, she goes to Roosevelt out in Oregon. I was reading an article just out of the fact that like a lot of people leave Roosevelt and they go to different schools. They go to different schools and seek out different places, get recruited at different places because Roosevelt doesn't have the best best program. But Lily has stuck it out through her years and really trying to finish this strong. So I'm really going to be looked in and tied in deep into this 100, 200 meter matchup between Mia and Lily. It's going to be super, super exciting. And what's going to be exciting has to be coming up this this weekend as well and the weekend following that in the California State Meet. We're going to have Frias versus Englehart 2 in the 1600. And then next week after that, if everything goes well, we'll have Frias versus Englehart 3 in the 1600. The last time they faced off, they ran the number four and number five times ever all time for high school girls. Aaron, like... This this Saturday at the Masters meet is going to be crazy. But Aaron, what are the possibilities that Sadie Englehart is going to get this win over Dahlia Frias, bro? Can this can that actually happen? What are the possibilities? That's a tough one. Like for sure, it can happen. But if Dahlia Frias is a senior, like that matters. This is her last road, so she has that pushing her. But I've been saying this from the get go. Sadie Englehart is different, bro. And I don't think she's going to get her this weekend, but she's going to get her. She's going to get her this year. She's not going to lose to her. She lost to her at state. She's lost to her, like, every matchup she's lost to her. But she is going to get her, bro, at some point this season. And at some point, too, we're going to have to add to the possibilities. It's like, is the record going down for that for the uh, the girls' mile or 1,600, the national record? Because right yeah. now they're like, in the top five, both of them, it's like, is that record going to go down? That's what I'm really, really wondering. But I think Sadie is going to get here by the end of the year, but not this weekend. 
I, I think it's more likely that Sadie gets her this weekend and then that state Dahlia really shows up because you know it's Masters they just got to hit a certain mark and everyone just moves on like they're just trying to, to weed out anybody that doesn't really make it from the southern section so I see it more likely happening uh this weekend that Sadie will get her and not the state meet because like if people don't realize Dahlia she's not running the 32 Sadie's running the 16 and the 8 and I believe Ventura made it in the four I don't know if they made I think she was doing the four by four for the past two weeks as well for Ventura as well so I can definitely see at the Masters meet Sadie like getting the win over Dahlia because Dahlia's just like I'm kind of going to chill and then uh, say the Dahlia beats her back at the state meet but either way it's going to be fast it's going to be interesting and we cannot forget about Sam McDonald of Newberry Park who may just ruin this whole Englehart versus Frias two and three so that's going to be super interesting really really excited for what's going to go down at the California state meet coming up in two weeks but then also bro let's get to the let's get to the main meet bro why we came to this why we came to this right here because the 800 meter high school national record for the past like two years on the girls side has been challenged over and over and over again and then we're going to see possibly another one with Juliet Whitaker versus Sophia Gorion today at the trials of miles who are going to be racing in an 800 meter. Whitaker has already opened up her season in a 201.55. Gorion hasn't opened up her season yet in the outdoor races, but has a PR of 2.58 that she ran this past year in the indoor season. And also we're going to have Kate Flat, who's going to be challenging the 800 meter high school national record at the at the trials and miles tonight who has a PR 147.0, who's looking for that, getting that PR of 146.45 to break Michael Granville's national record. And Aaron, I just want to ask you, what are the possibilities, which, which, which is more possible, seeing the record of the high school girls' national record go down or the boys' national record going down this season? All respect and love to my boy, K Flat. Came onto the show. Appreciate you, dog, man. You know, this dude, favorite athlete. Hey, don't, no, wait, don't no, keep I it would, like that. Don't keep it like wait. that. If y'all don't know, Aaron Aaron was, hey, you were you were low-key <laughs> talking spicy on my man's name earlier this week, bro. I was not talking spicy my on my man's name. I didn't believe in him. I didn't, All I said was calling, I was just, <laughs> just because I'm big up in calling Solomon does not mean I'm putting down K right, Flat. Man, you were asleep. But you were asleep. Don't play like, don't play like that. I'm not, no I'm one, I never you, was sleeping. Kate, I was never sleeping on you. I just said, I think you're capable of breaking the record too, but I think Colin's capable as well. You know what I'm saying? I think there's people who are capable, but all goes to say, it's more likely the women's record is going down. The women's record is going to go down. Like they've already, I think Rusting Willis has already ran 159 before. Like then she ran that last year. I'm pretty sure. And oh, I'm blanking. Sophia, I'm blanking. Sophia's ran too, too flat. She's right there. And Rosling Willis, like opening, she ran a 53 open up, 43 and a 443. I mean, those are both impressive times. Fast, bro. That 443 yeah, is very, very fast. Cause she's more of a sprint type, you know? Any, a miler that could run a 53, you don't know many of those. So she has her speed intact, her strength intact. Like, I think that she's gonna break the national record, which is it's like 159 low, I believe. Yeah, but Mary King. I think it's more like yeah, uh, Ro Roshin has ran two flat 06 this past indoor season, and she ran two flat, uh, like two flat 68 in the outdoor season last year. So uh I, I'm for me personally, which I think it's definitely more likely for uh the girls record to go down. I know Kate Flat is attempting that today. Uh not to say that like 
Cade, like Cade, please prove us wrong. I would love for you to do that. And there's a lot of guys chasing yeah. after that too. Reinhardt Harrison, who we haven't been talking about too much in the Florida State meet, he ran 148 low this past week. And then Will Sumner, we'll see what he comes out and really does. Like these guys are definitely capable of getting they're probably have their eyes set on that 146 four five as well but i just feel like that 146 four that that area is just is different i i these girls have been to the they've been to that 201 two flat area multiple times already so for them to get back there is going to be way easier for them compared to the guys who are just going to be trying to pop out one this season hey man and and, and for the for the dudes for k he loved this he loved this he wanted he wanted us to doubt him, bro. He wanted us to doubt True. him. Yeah, that's just where motivation. You seen on this following on his IG story, he been going off, bro. So I know he loved to hear all the chatter about Colin Solomon, about Reinhardt Harrison, about Darius Rainey. He love it. He love it. So, hey man, if he breaks the record today, bro, I'll never I'll never doubt you again. I'll never doubt you again. I put that right here, man. Hey, never again. Maybe. If he does, bro, I didn't even doubt you. Next. I didn't even doubt him. I didn't even <laughs> doubt him, bro. But I didn't. <laughs> I was just big up in someone else. So it doesn't mean I'm hating. But <laughs> you were low key hating. You were low key hating. Hey, but we love having the conversations. We love having fun and really just talking about and breaking down everything. Because this is the conversations we always have at home, really just talking about everything there is about track and really just playing up as much as we can, bro. So good luck to everybody out there on your state meets. Uh, no matter what, y'all had a phenomenal season. Don't doubt yourself. Like, but you, and if you didn't have the greatest, greatest season, come back, get them next year, bro. Don't let this be the end of your story. Let's get it, bro. We we'll see y'all next time on Trackish. Hey, the deuces.